0: For the flash gruesomeness dread experience, dead bones are recommended.
1: The following broadcast may be disturbing for some listeners and comes with the following content warnings spookiness, name calling and bullying, explicit language, audio distortion, layered voices, loud and sudden noises, otherworldly sounds, heavy breathing, biblical references. Existential Dread Extreme Weather Climate Change Environmental Destruction Looming Dread and Despair Distant Screams Cosmic Horror Apocalyptic Scenarios Manipulation-slash-Hypnotism Food Scarcity Mentions of Starvation Scopophobia Thalassophobia Nictophobia Mentions of Blood Description and depiction of violence Reference to murder and death Implied child death Car accidents Insanity Imprisonment Non-consensual drugging Non-consensual medical procedures And total destruction of the earth Content warnings for each segment Can be found broken down on the website Listener discretion his advice.
2: 17 anyone out there tonight? Uh, I think I drove someone off the road. They, they came out of nowhere, and I I saw headlights coming at me head-on, but th- there was no impact. It's raining too hard to see. Is, is anyone nearby? Do you copy?
3: Hello?
4: Is anyone receiving me?
2: Hello? Tem one you're breaking up. I can't...
5: In other news, what meteorologists are describing as the storm of the century is in full swing. This monster system is currently bringing the destructive weather to most of the Western Hemisphere including record breaking downpours, hundreds of funnel clouds, golf ball sized hail, and the kind of thunder that wakes you up in a cold, cold sweat. Strap in folks, because it doesn't look like this is going to be letting up anytime soon.
2: Calm down, it was it was just your imagination. I shouldn't even be driving in these conditions like this during daylight, and they expect me to be able to haul this shit in the dead of night? The fucking deadlines. Just doing my job. If I don't look, it ain't real. If I didn't see, it ain't my fault. <laughs> shit! What is wrong with you, buddy? You can't just stand in the middle of the road like that. You trying to make me jackknife off the road? I got dangerous chemicals back there, asshole. Look, I'm sorry. Driving in this rain has got me on edge. You need a ride somewhere? Come on, get in. No one should be out in this weather. Just be aware that I've got a pistol in the cab, so no funny business, you get me?
4: Appreciate it, friend.
3: What are you gonna do, Dad? Throw me over your
1: knee? Oh, it's dark out today. Looks like rain. You should take an umbrella. You don't want to get caught in the storm. It's fine. I won't be out that long. I don't think I'll need it. Dead? Yeah.
6: Fuck. Yeah. So what do we do next? We could go on
7: foot. We put a lot of distance between us. I'm sure if we keep the pace up, we can make it to cover before it...
1: could get there and back before the storm. Yes, yes, I know you told me to take an umbrella. Well, if you want to rub it in, you could always bring it to me in person. (laughs) Yeah, ain't that just the way it goes, right? (laughs) Okay, well, I'll be home soon and then we can... Hold on. Something's going on. What the hell is that?
7: I think if we push, we could probably make it to woodland still. There should be enough cover until we can find a house to wait for this to blow over. That
1: won't work. Why not? Because there's nowhere to run to. We're not... Running away from it. We're in it. How do you know that? Noticed it on the road. A lot of time to think. The sky is only clear where we are now. See, just past the tree line. Once you find the edge of the sky, you can follow it all the way around. not that big, it turns out.
8: What the shit?
1: We've been moving with it the entire
5: time. So, that means we're...
1: Yeah.
9: Fuck. Yeah.
7: How long do you think we have?
10: it's like you know when it finally catches us
5: that you um, the radio yeah
10: i didn't know you did stuff like this now let me hold
1: you i don't dark out today looks like rain you
3: should take Take an umbrella umbrella. you You don't don't want want to get get caught caught in the storm
1: storm. yeah you're probably right thanks love you we love
2: What you doing out in the road like that? My
4: Ram 1500 got run off the highway got stuck in the ravine. Nothing to be done about it in this weather, like you said.
2: Oh, who, uh, what ran you off? I'm not sure.
4: All I saw was headlights.
2: Gotcha. Well, uh, glad I could at least get you out of the rain. I'll drop you off at the nearest motel and you can call for a tow truck in the morning. Sound good?
4: Deal. I really appreciate you pulling over for me, friend.
10: You're one of the good ones.
2: You know, we all gotta stick together in these uncertain times, right?
10: Are you tired of the daily grind? Well, then it's time to get away. Book a trip with Chromosphere, and you'll be soaking up the sun in no time.
11: Hey, IAU308. This is Tidal Wave.
1: Ah, cute. Don't tell me you're okay with that call sign.
11: I thought you'd like this one.
1: Your crew's taste, once again, is a little dark for me. Do they have any other ideas? The (laughs) bloop. Please. What are you doing? Fixing
11: the hatch for this sector. We had a leak in- Oh, gods. Mariana 12's integrity is fine. It's just a pump. Hey, you keep judging my call sign, but you're going by the literal coordinate your lunar base is
1: on. 308 is the crater number. It's not the lati- It's not like you're down there radioing the next Mariana base saying, hey, Bubbles, this is tidal wave. You need to specify where- Bubbles. (laughs) 50 years of lunar expansion, and you want to throw out protocol and give me a call sign like Guda or whatever? That's not a bad idea. Okay, tidal wave. Anything to report down below?
11: It's been quiet, thankfully. Just us and the glowy jellyfish keeping things nice and bright down on the ocean floor. How's your view? Make any new friends in space,
1: Pepperjack? Don't joke about extraterrestrial life. And Pepperjack really <laughs> We're doing okay, just worried about you. I mean, all of you. You should probably schedule another launch up here. We've still never met.
11: Ah, uh, sorry. I prefer the idea of land overhead to the vacuum of space. Even if that land is uninhabitable. Why don't you come and visit me instead? Hey,
1: we need you in machinery. You heard him. I've got things to do anyway. Pepperjack, out. You can talk to your girlfriend later. She's not
11: my girlfriend. Yet.
1: Did she like your call sign?
11: She actually used it this time, so maybe? You want to give me some details on what I'm walking into? Mmm, audios on the fritz. Jellyfish stuck to the hydrophone again? We think it's more than that. Mm, this place always smells like sweat.
12: Oh, God, I didn't expect Danny to be waiting with Oscar. I'm out of here. Good luck, Tidal Wave. Fee, what are you doing down here?
8: I asked for him. Asterina's filter's broken, or clogged—I don't know. There's something going on with our starfish.
11: How close is Boyd to fixing its cybernetics? He's in sick bay,
12: which means someone should have brought you to the decompression chamber.
11: You're shitting me. Huh? Suit up, Buttercup. No thanks. Not if something's swimming around, ripping up giant starfish. Oscar, where's the rover at?
12: (laughs) You knew what you were signing up for when you went through training. We
11: all trained. I'm an engineer, not a medic- But you passed.
12: No one is
8: going outside.
12: We don't have the time or, or population to throw some trainee into open water.
8: Danny, shut up. Fee, I need you to repair the rover.
12: Got it. Let me grab my gear. Forget the rover! Now listen, if that starfish is hurt or the machinery hooked up to her is broken then our oxygen supply
8: is at risk. We are using the rover.
11: Come on, Danny. Give him a break for once. Shit.
12: What did I tell you? Let's go, go, go. For all that
11: trash you were talking back there, you better have that suit ready for me. I am
8: not sending another diver out today. Gastrine is not getting any water intake. It has 30 minutes. Tops. Show me your data.
12: Hey, let him talk to the marine veterinarians. You walk with me.
11: Shouldn't we get clearance from Oscar? He seems pretty nervous. Uh, yeah. let's get to the hatch.
12: Hoyt seemed to think the Dia was attacked when he checked on her this morning. But he wasn't doing great when he came back. That fever hit him quick. He was a little...
11: out of it. Like Sinhound sighting out of it? Daddy, you should have said you thought it could be hounds in the first place. Damn it, Oscar! We
12: don't know for sure. Like I said, it could be that the machinery or her cybernetics need emergency maintenance. Maybe Boyd was just overreacting. For all we know, Dia could have just sucked in something she shouldn't have. But, if it was, we'll need support from another base. Before we have a whole pack of hounds surrounding us. Look, I don't want to drown to death because someone's wires got crossed while accidentally glancing at one of those things through a porthole.
11: Do you think they're still out there? Thirty minutes until the whole thing shuts down?
12: Uh, less now. Here, got your suit lugs.
11: Thanks. They really need to improve the latches on these helmets. Oh. Huh.
5: Skipper, I need to check V's suit if you're sending them out. What the hell
11: are you two doing? Our jobs? Hounds, Oscar? Seriously? Shh. Shh.
12: Don't let everyone hear that. You'll cause a panic.
11: Fiona! Danny, close the door.
5: Someone get me a headset. Yo, you did...
3: Fiona!
8: Hey. <laughs> your ass out yeah. that decompression chamber! Right? Can't hear you,
11: boss. Got water in my ear. That's my cue.
12: Hey, wait. Does starfish have eyes? What? <laughs> What do you think would happen if an Astrina made eye contact with a hound?
8: Danny, could you go do something useful, please? Ugh, fine.
12: A fee. Yeah. Be careful out there, alright?
11: Damn. Oscar, my, my helmet says the Astrina's not looking good. <laughs> Report. My sensors are screwed, but Dia's last vitals were pretty bad. I'm kitted up in case something injured it shouldn't take me long. But if that's the case, let's just hope it wasn't a sin hound.
8: Can one of you get away back on comms? Need to relay the Astarina status.
11: Oscar, can you still hear me?
8: Right here, kiddo. How's the air taste?
11: Um... like... nothing?
8: Good. If you see a hound, you head right back. You understand? That thing can take care of itself just fine. Dia's huge. She'll split off with no issue where she's hurt if she really needs to. We can last a few days on our reserves. You get the slightest hand of those dogs. If you even think you see a crescent a light, you turn around.
11: I hear ya.
8: That's an order.
11: This isn't a naval base anymore, boss. I don't think those of us born down here have ever even seen a uniform, let alone any crew dressed in one. The lights out here seem a, a little flickery today.
8: Hmm. Electricity's reading fine on my end. I can't read your O2 levels from here.
11: Helmets interface says this gear has more than enough supply. I could be out here for a few days and still be alright.
8: Well, if you don't die of hypothermia, or starvation, but hey, plenty of water if-
11: Can-can we not talk about me dying?
8: Yeah, sorry.
11: Man, your etiquette's gotten even worse since the last time I patched Dia up.
8: Get sight of our girl yet?
11: You sure it's a girl? Well thought you were a scientist back in the day. Starfish can change sex ab-
8: <gasps> What...
11: is that? Is the cam picking this up?
8: What? What do you see? Fee? Fee, you gotta answer me so I know you're alright. I
11: think it was just my helmet artifacting. Told you we needed to phone one of the IAU bases for some new supplies.
8: Well, not like we can overnight a shipment from the moon.
11: Maybe we can negotiate some sushi for faster shipping.
8: Uh Uh-huh. You catch any fish, you let me know. Fuck! What?
11: I... You didn't see anything on the monitor?
8: No. You want to explain to me what exactly you're looking at?
11: (laughs) There were teeth. Uh, A smile. Is, Is that really what a hound looks like?
8: Activate your neural shield and close your eyes until it's ready.
11: You know how I get in the dark.
8: I know. I know. I'll be your light. Come on back.
11: Oscar. I can't do this.
8: Why couldn't you two just use the rover? Fee, please turn on your shield.
11: I'm not shutting up the light.
8: Hey, hey, you're not even that far away. You get that shield up and keep it on here.
11: But I need to be able to see around me to get back. Just
8: listen. And follow my lead. Okay, I'll get you home. Kid, okay, I'm gonna need you to keep talking.
11: Hellmouth? I think there's a hellmouth ahead.
8: Get back to base. Get back to base. Get back to base. V can hear, you me. You hear me. V! You,
11: you ever seen one of those? Feet. Are you getting it on the feet?
3: V, V, <laughs>
1: Jack? Is that you? Title. How's your base's integrity? We're experiencing moonquakes and we can't We had some kind of problem
11: with the starfish's filtration. You know, I've never even seen a picture of a Hellmouth. Our rovers always get glitchy when they're near Sinhounds, and I think there's a den here. Where are you? Oscar wanted me to put on a neural shield, but it's so dark out here, I don't think I could make eye contact with a hound. One of those Cyclops could be watching me right now. You're outside? Yeah.
1: By a (laughs) hellmouth. It's... writhing? Damn it, I can't get a hold of anyone anyone in your sector. Can you locate the nearest station on your helmet's interface? It reminds me of
11: bismuth, the hell mouth I mean.
1: But it's like,
11: it's, it's growing, shifting, black. Looks oily, but the sheen only carves out these sort of geometric lines. <laughs> the jellyfish seem to like it. The ones that hang out around here are, are phosphorescent, but... It's like it's devouring any light that hits it.
1: You sound like you're losing O2. you need to get to a station. I think we're encountering a major cosmic event up here and who knows what it's doing to the Hadle zone? It's it's all water on the surface. no land. Just this whirlpool all around the earth and Title, title. How How am I talking to you you if you're a nation? How am I talking to you if you're you're not at a station? It's the darkest
11: thing I've ever seen.
1: Darker than the depth around it, if that makes any sense. God, it's like the Earth's getting bigger? Or are we getting closer? Pepper, you hear that?
11: It's a voice going in and out on a shortwave band, but I can still hear it the closer I get to the Hellmouth. Even when the radio glitches. <laughs> entropy. Almost like it's coming from inside.
4: said you were hauling dangerous chemicals back there.
2: Oh, yeah, don't worry about that.
4: Something you do often.
2: I just take the jobs I'm offered, pal. None of my concern was back there.
4: I see. But you seem to like this job. I can see why. I can see the appeal. The open road cutting through the wasted countryside. The smell of diesel constantly hovering in the air. Are you one of those people that likes the smell of gasoline? I know I am. Every time I'm at the gas station, I can't help but smile as I take a big pull of that scent into my lungs.
2: Can't say it's my favorite. I'm just sort of used to it at this point.
4: What's the most dangerous thing you've ever hauled?
2: I I have no idea. I've learned not to ask questions. I get handed a manifest with red or yellow stickers on it, and I know it's going to be a bad time at the truck spills. That's about it.
4: That's a lot of power they give you, you know. Those chemicals could be disastrous in the hands of a bad person. But you're not a bad person, are you, friend?
2: Yeah, I, I try not to be. Tears welled
13: in my eyes. Uh, what what
7: what what? what? Oh. Relax. Everything is fine. I I I, I can't breathe normally. What's going on? I... I... I don't... I don't remember how... Uh... I... uh, Just a few calibrations. I... I can't move my head. I... I can't... Uh... I'm going to open the blinds now. Oh! 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 It's... It's bright! Uh... I I can't move my head! Uh. Relax everything is fine. The the light, it hurts my eyes. They will adjust. Oh. uh, There. uh, It should be getting better. Tell me, Robert, what does that cloud look like to you? What? Can you see the cloud through the window? Uh, I, um, yes, uh, I think, um. What does that cloud look like? To you? I, I don't... I, I, I don't know. Um, wh- what's going on? Just a few calibrations. What does that cloud look like to you? C- kind of like a... Uh, um, cauliflower? Like a head of cauliflower? Tell me about cauliflower. What? Tell me about cauliflower. Uh, well... I uh I don't like it. <laughs> my my mother used to make it all the time. <laughs> she loved it. She tried to get me to eat it for years and I just wouldn't and uh and I I wait. Wait, wait, wait. What what's Just a few calibrations? What does that cloud look like to you? What? The the, the same cloud? It um now that I look at it, it does kind of look like my mother. Tell me about Mother. She's, uh... She's still up in Poughkeepsie. There's a home up there. It's nice. Uh, not fancy, I guess, but, uh... It's what we could afford. Wow, I can really see her face in that cloud now. Uh, Tell me about Mother. Well, um... She's doing the best she can. You know how it goes when you get old. She's angry a lot. She wants me to uh, to, to visit more. And um, I, I, I do my best. My father ran off before I was born. She never forgave him that. She carried that anger, that betrayal with her all her life. I, I try to remember that when she gets angry with me because I don't call or visit or... Um, uh, um. What's. what is the. the cloud? It's. um. What does that cloud look like to you? It's. my mother. But now there's. there's a. there's a wound. in her face. Look, those little shapes there. It almost looks like blood, doesn't it? Running down her chin. Is yeah. she Why can't I move my head? Tell me about the wound. I... I put it there. I put it there with... A hatchet. That's... That's odd. Why... Why would I... I... Put it there. Because... She wouldn't stop looking at me with those betrayed eyes. Wouldn't stop speaking at me with her mouth all twisted, bitter spittle flying out. Miserable little woman. Miserable all her life. Forcing me to eat cauliflower. To eat the same disappointment she did. So I took the train to Poughkeepsie. I went into her room in the dirty little home. And split her face open with a hatchet. I, uh... I buried the hatchet. Maybe <laughs> oh, she's not miserable anymore.
3: Oh! <gasps> <sighs> what is,
7: is... Is something burning? What does that cloud look like? Something's wrong. My, my head hurts. There, there, there's a pain, and. Relax. Everything is fine. What does that cloud look like to you? Um, I. What does that cloud look like to you? I don't want to say. It's dirty. Why are you making me look at dirty clouds? Tell me about dirty. It's making me think of Marco, my first boyfriend. Where we grew up, it wasn't um, it wasn't okay to be uh, for a boy to love another boy, and uh, I I remember how scary it was to find each other, to check to see if a glance was returned favorably. A, a brief touching of fingers lasted just a little longer than it should. All the time looking over your shoulder all the time yearning you know wanting and not, 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 not just the sex but, but a connection someone you can trust someone you can be yourself with love one night Marco borrowed his father's pickup and we drove to this old farm road in the back that was our first time and uh, I learned as much about myself as him that night, and uh, he, he couldn't deal with the guilt, the shame. He broke it off and pretended like he wasn't who he was, because that was easier. But I think about him all the time, because, um, uh... I think maybe it's just a colossal waste of time. All this shame and bad feeling and game-playing. For what? For a few minutes of pleasure? Connection? Trust? Love? People are fundamentally selfish. Grotesque. Squirming. Naked. Messy. Disgusting. Worthless. I don't even know what I was thinking. Tell me about... Marco Who gives a shit? I'm cold. My head is cold and wet. Relax. Everything is fine. What are you doing to me? Just a few calibrations. What does that cloud look like to you? It's it's like a a city. A skyline buildings. People. Tell me about the city. I I don't know. I don't know what to think. Tell me about the city. I hate it. It's loud, and it's crowded, and everyone hates each other. Packed together, stinking of sweat and desperation. So close to one another, but no one talks to each other. No one... Cares about anything but themselves. It's it's just useless. It's it's awful. And, and and I'd leave if I could. And no, no, I'd burn it down. I'd burn it all down. Get some gasoline, or maybe maybe a bomb. Maybe lots. Maybe a big one. The big fire. Gone like it never existed. Put the people out of their misery. Raise the monuments to futility we've built. You want me to? Because I will. I want to. I really want to. This is why I'm here, right? This is what you want. Let me go. Let me do it. Let me watch everything and everyone turn to screaming ash. Just a few calibrations. What? But I I thought... What does that cloud look like to you? What does that cloud look like to you? I don't understand the question. What does that cloud look like to you? It looks like a cloud. Tell me about the cloud. I don't understand. A cloud is a cloud. It looks like it looks. It's nothing. It's a cloud. It's nothing. I'm going to move the chair so you can see the people in the street outside through the window. Do you see the people in the street, outside, through the window? Yes. What do those people look like to you? I don't understand the question. They look like people. Tell me about people. They're people. They're nothing. A person is a person. A person looks like a person. A person is nothing. Tell me about... Mother. Nothing. Marco. Nothing. The city. Nothing. I think we're finished here. Just a few moments while I wrap up. Then you may leave. Okay. But I will need you to bring in someone else in your place. Someone from outside. Anyone will do. Would you do that for me? Okay. Good.
2: Not far from town now. You got money for a room at the hotel? If not, I can drop you off at the all-night diner across the street. Roxy, uh, the night shift waitress there, she'll give you some coffee while you wait for the tow truck.
4: I'll be fine, thank you. You've been so kind to me. They say to never meet your heroes, but this encounter has been very pleasant indeed.
2: What What are you talking about?
4: Oh, I've been an admirer of yours for a long time now. I've watched your career with great interest.
2: (laughs) Are you you like a headhunter or something? You trying to poach me into a contract with your company?
4: You could say that. But the work I have in mind is already being done.
2: Oh, yeah? What work is that? All this. Isn't it
4: glorious? I've been waiting so long for it. And I have wonderful people like you to thank for making it happen.
2: I don't know what you... (laughs) Don't
4: mind me, Fred. I'm just very excited about the weather.
14: Do you want to try something new? Do you want to change your worldview? Perhaps it is time you discovered ego death.
5: Oh, here it comes, right on time. Again, nobody. I haven't seen anyone even try and... Oh, wait. Here comes someone. He might make it a better... Bleed for me. What?
13: You heard me. Here, take this knife. Cut yourself and bleed for me. Why? Don't you know anything, you dumb shit? Whatever's in the dark rain that gets into people and drives them crazy shows up in blood, too. You can see it. Black spots all in the blood. Now, bleed for me. But
5: I I, I wasn't out in the brain just now.
13: You were. Yeah, just a few drops. Not enough to affect me. You gotta get truly wet for it to get into you. And you gotta be weak-willed. I assure you, I am not weak willed. Believe that if you believe anything. Now, are you gonna bleed on your own? Or are you gonna make me have to bleed you? Fine. Mm mm, not enough. Go and give me that. Ow! Now, bleed for me. Uh. Okay, bright red, no spots. You seem fine. Good. Now, are you gonna cut yourself? I told you, there's no need. I just got a little wet, and I'm not some weak-willed sissy. But still, I'd I'd like to see. Drop it, small fry. Fine. If you say so. My name is Ken. Save it. This uh, is a pretty nice place. Convenience store hasn't already been emptied out. Potato chips. Don't mind if I do. Name's Billy Beaumont. Or Big Billy. Or Big Billy Beaumont. BB to my friends.
5: Oh, well then.
13: Welcome, B.B. I said my friends call me B.B. And we ain't friends. Forgive me. Billy Beaumont. My name is Ken. I don't give a shit what your name is right now. We got more important things to discuss. For instance, it's been at least two months since the dark rain started falling, making people get caught and go insane. How the hell has this little media store not been ransacked and cleaned out by survivor yet?
5: Well, as you know, we are quite a ways outside of town. Vehicles stopped working when the rains came, and the time between rains is so short, it's just really hard to make it here. Same,
13: at least. You barely did. Don't tell me what I did or did not do. I was there. I have plenty of time to spare. Believe that if you believe anything.
5: As you say... There were two or three people in the store when the first rain started to fall. They rushed out into it to try and get home, I guess. I was the only one here on shift, so I couldn't leave. Then I watched those who had ventured out into it start to, well, you know, attacking each other. Themselves. I quickly decided I was better off staying in here where it was safe. Since then, I've seen a few people try and make it here, but the rain always got to them and, and dro- drove them crazy before they could get all the way here. Don't know why, why they didn't try and wait it out in one of the cars, but... not What?
13: Why? We'll talk about that in a minute. Finish what
5: you're saying. Uh, oh, that, that, that was it. Just that
13: you were the first one who made it here before the rain caught them. Of course. I was a star linebacker in high school. Also ran track. Of course I made it. But that's it. That's all you know? I'm afraid so. Let me fill you in on some stuff. Then I'm going to go take inventory. Inventory? Yeah. When it was just you, maybe you could get away with just playing things by ear. But now that I'm here, we're going to do things right. There's a right way and a wrong way to do things. Believe that if you believe anything. I believe it. Good. Now it seems to me that all you've seen so far is the fast crazies. The what? Don't interrupt. It's rude. Believe that if you believe anything. Now, those caught in the first wave of the dark rain all turned into fast crazies. And that's what we call them. They turned into animals. Not able to talk, fighting everything, attacking anything they see, eating glass. That sort of shit. But that isn't the only kind. Anyone caught in the storms now also has a chance to turn into a slow crazy. They're just as crazy. Just as dangerous. Even more dangerous. Because they have cunning. They can talk. They can play the long game. Believe that if you believe anything. They can pretend to be sane, blend in, and try to pick people off one by one. We lost quite a few people before- Who is we? Don't interrupt me! I won't abide by rude people. Believe that, if you believe anything. I I do. Sorry. Good. Now, as I was saying, we lost quite a few people, those slow crazies, before I figured out the blood tails and we could test for it. The first one was someone who had lost the lottery and been sent out on a supply run. He almost made it back. We were watching. But he got scared at the chicken shit and decided to try and wait out in a car about 30 yards from the apartment complex. He became a slow crazy then, and eventually killed five of us, where I caught him carving up the super and killed him. And that's how we found out about the black spots in the blood, and the cars don't do shit against the dark rain. Don't know why, we just know they don't.
5: Thresholds. Something to do with thresholds.
13: Ah, don't give me that shit. This ain't supernatural. Believe that if you believe anything. The Russians, maybe the Chinese, they're attacking us. Or maybe even someone closer to home. If money still mattered, I'd have all my money on the Salvation Army. The Salvation Army? You think the Army and Salvation Army is hypothetical? Mm. they they're up to something. All those Santas and their foot soldiers? Believe that if you believe anything. But whether it's a Salvation Army, the Chinese, or the Russians, or even a mistake by good old Uncle Sam, this ain't biblical or supernatural or whatever else. This ain't about sin or retribution, it's about money, cold hard cash, burnt to nothing. The high and mighty dollar brought low and weak. Maybe.
5: So, you part of a group in town?
13: I was. Big part of the group. Maybe the most important part of the group. Believe that if you believe anything. Natural born leader, captain of both the track squad and the football team. I'm the only reason as many people survived as did. Without me, I don't think any of them would have made it. I took control. I saved lives. Believe that. If I
5: believe anything,
13: yes, I
5: I do. Can I ask the
3: idea?
13: What I'm doing here? Easy. Those chicken shits needed a scapegoat for their own incompetence. So, they met in secret, made me a pariah, and cast me out. They started telling dirty lies about me, jealous little men, petty, worthless. They started telling everyone I was keeping extra food. It wasn't extra. I'm a bigger man who does more, works harder, thinks harder than anyone else. It wasn't extra. It was just what I needed to keep myself at top of my game for everyone else's sake. No more, no less. They also said I sent a man to his death because he disagreed with me. I didn't. I pulled his name from the hat at random, fair and square. And if I had, it would have been the right thing to do to keep everyone else safe. We are at war. Believe that if you believe anything. In times of war, you have martial law or a reason. One voice leading. One man who knows what is best for everyone. One voice is easy to hear. More than one and things get muffled, confused. One voice is a clarion call that others can easily follow. More than one is a cacophony. Believe that if you believe anything.
5: Oh, I believe it.
13: Those chips and all that talking's got me parched. What do we have to drink here? The pressurized soda fountain is still working. Would you like some? Yes, I would. Go fetch me some. Right away. What a pathetic little milksop of a man. I believe that if I believe anything. But maybe, maybe it can be useful. For a bit at least. Of course, all his food would last a lot longer if it was just supporting one man. Maybe I'd give him a day or two. See how useful he is versus how much of my supplies he consumes. Because these supplies are mine now. They belong to the man who can best make use of them. It looks like a lot, but uh well we'll see.
5: A real glass and ice. We had a bunch of bricks of ice in the walk in freezer, and they've lasted really well. You just chip off little
13: pieces of it at a time. Hmm, huh. maybe you are useful. After all, a man who is in charge can't be expected to take care of all of his small needs. He has much more important things to do, more important things to think about. Believe that if you believe anything. I believe it. Hmm, uh, damn. That hits the spot, don't it? But you need to go get your ass back there and check the CO2 to syrup ratio. It tastes it off. Uh, of course. I'll take care of it. Actually, maybe it's starting to go bad. I'm, uh, I'm starting to feel funny. Oh, oh no.
5: It's, it's still good. It takes forever for that stuff to go bad. It's probably the massive dose of Zopoclone I put in.
13: You what now? It is a
5: very high-powered tranquilizer. Very cool. But... But why? Well, you see, Big Billy Beaumont... Uh, Actually, I think I'll call you uh, BB, like your friends do. My name's Kim, and I think we're going to be friends. I think we are going to get to know each other very well. See, you've made a mistake. You seem to think that only those caught in the dark rain are capable of being crazy. No, some of us have been crazy for quite some time. No dark rain needed. Now, what was it you said to me when you first came into my kingdom? Bleed for me? Yes. You're definitely going to bleed for me. Now believe that if you believe anything.
10: Tech B. No more nonsense.
4: Can I ask you something? Why did you decide to pick me up?
2: I, I told you, I'm not going to leave someone out in the rain.
4: It's not because you were feeling guilty. Guilty? About what you did.
2: W- what are you saying?
4: It's alright. You're not in trouble with me. Look,
2: I, I didn't see your truck, alright? Y- you came out of nowhere. I-, I wasn't trying to run you off the road, I-, I-
4: Relax, relax. That wasn't my truck you ran off the road. Wait, then how... Ha- Did
2: you see something?
4: Well oh, I saw everything. I saw you throwing your cigarette out of the cab window and turning your head away from the road because the ashes burned your fingers. I saw the Prius that you didn't see as you swerved into the wrong lane and I saw that car fall down into the ravine landing hard on the ground, roof first. And I saw the blood spilling from the head of the woman in the driver's seat.
2: You... You you couldn't have.
4: She was an environmental engineer, you know. Three years from now, she would have invented a filter that would... Safely remove microplastics and all of their nasty chemicals from fresh water sources. Now, it will be another decade before that happens. Good thing no one will be around that long. You,
2: you trying to, you trying to fuck with me, aren't oh, you?
4: friend, I told you, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs>
3: What on earth
9: are we doing out here? I told you Yes, I know what you said, but why now?
0: Because the old man said to wait until after sunset
9: That didn't strike you as odd?
0: Listen, everything about this is odd Where he lives When he said to meet him For more than anything What he says he can do
9: But you trust him
0: I don't And I do I don't because he hasn't given me a reason to trust him. But I do because I choose to trust.
9: You're such a goddamn fool.
0: I never claimed otherwise.
9: The woods are so scary at night. Those wolves.
0: Those wolves are far away.
9: You don't think they're the same ones that took him? You don't think
0: they're the same ones that killed our boy? He's not dead. It's been three weeks. I said he's not dead. Fine. He's not dead. And we're going to find him. The old man gave me his word.
9: And you trust him?
0: I already gave you my answer. Let's hurry. We don't want to be out here when it really starts coming down. Is that it? Yeah, that's it.
9: It looks abandoned.
0: The vines. I don't care what it looks like. Let's go.
15: Beginning to wonder if you'd come. Please come inside away from the rain. Warm yourselves by my fire. I'll pour us some coffee.
9: Thank you, sir. For your hospitality. I should introduce myself. My name. Don't is-
15: tell me your name.
9: Oh okay,
0: thank you. We love some coffee.
15: Good. Now, please. Take a moment to get warm.
0: Before you say it, I know. He's strange.
9: Why wouldn't he let me tell him my name?
0: I don't know. I'm sure he has his reasons. What do you think these little statues are of the fireplace?
9: They almost look like little babushka dolls. Like the ones my grandmother had.
15: Admiring my dolls... Are they Russian? No. I made them myself. Take a good look. Which one looks most like your boy?
9: I'm not sure. What do you think?
0: I think this one looks the most like him. The dark hair. The blue
15: eyes. Good. Now bring it to the table. It's surprisingly heavy because full of wax. See? I open it up and inside is a candle. You're the boy's mother. I uh, am. It works best when Mama lights the candle. Here. Take this. There's matches behind you.
0: Okay. What happens now?
15: Now we will speak to the candle. Daddy, speak a happy memory of the boy. Mama, speak a sad memory. Then I will speak. After this, your boy will come to you.
9: If he's alive.
15: He is alive. The boy will come to you. No matter what. The
0: boy will come.
9: I don't think that...
0: The day he caught that catfish... The boys at the mill didn't believe me, so the next day he brought it so they could see. We never got to take a bite of it. He was so proud that he just carried it everywhere for days. The smell was just awful. Still
15: makes me laugh. That's a fine memory. Now, Mama, something sad. The day of our picnic. Don't you tell that story.
9: It's my saddest memory. The day of our picnic. He walked away, exploring. We couldn't find him. And then we heard that sound. The wolves. His screams.
15: And now it's my turn. Boy, boy, lost in my world. Scared or at peace or at home. Soul that resides in one of three planes. We ask thee to make thyself known. What's happening? Why
0: did the fire go out?
15: He doesn't want you to see.
0: Son, is that you? Why can't we see you?
9: It's so dark, I can't see anything.
0: Sir, can we light the candle again, please?
15: He doesn't want you to see
0: want to come home with us
15: please let us see him. you don't want to see him and he's not asking to come home he's saying this is his home he's saying he wants it to be your home too of eternity why why can't we see him because we were hungry and he was so tender what are you talking about we're still hungry now come outside and meet my children are you insane
0: go outside to the wolves
15: meet my hungry children and see your boy again Let's see him with new eyes. He's touching
9: my hand. Son. His hand is so cold. He's pulling me towards the door.
2: Tell me who the fuck you are right now or you can get the fuck out of my cab. You
4: hear me? Easy, friend. I mean you no harm. In fact, I'm here to accompany you on your biggest mission yet. It was greedy of me, I know, but I needed to see it firsthand.
2: (laughs) Why have you been stalking me?
4: I prefer to think of it as appreciation through observation. You, in particular, have made my work. So much easier in so many ways. And I wanted to Look, thank you.
2: I never meant to hurt anyone, okay? I just... Do my job. They got me hauling these big rigs with insane timelines. I can't slow down for nothing if I don't want them docking my pay for being late. I got kids to feed, you know?
4: No, oh, I wouldn't worry about them anymore. With what's on the horizon for this planet... It might be kinder to let them starve to death.
8: What are you?
2: you holy shit! <laughs>
16: now. Standing there in the eye of the storm. And the black dot on the map they call Hell's Gate. Here it ain't raining. And everything is still. Save for the sounds of distant thunder and that feeling you get when there's something watching your every move. And then I look up. And I see it. The inverted red mountain in the sky. Gravity doesn't work quite like it should in this place. And things begin to rise up into the sky. Pieces of the road, tanks, and the parts of that mountain that had fallen in the fray. Then suddenly I realize my feet are no longer on the ground. I just float up into the sky. As much as I try to resist, I just rise up higher and higher and higher until I'm close to touching the tip of the mountain. And then it opens up and I'm swallowed by the light. This is the part where I scream.
11: It's day 60 of coast-to-coast severe weather in the U.S. A truly
3: unprecedented event.
16: It's been raining a while now. Not just here. Everywhere. Hell's Gate just appeared one day. With the anomaly in the center. People call it Uriel. And then came the rain people screaming in times. Sky, you all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Just another nightmare is all.
10: You want me to turn off the TV? Oh, no. No, it's fine. No, it ain't fine. Listen to this shit. How long you think we can survive this?
16: I don't know that we're meant to.
10: I mean, the water's coming for us, too. We'll need to get to higher ground. Here. What's this? Last bag of Doomsday Doritos.
16: And you're just giving it to me.
10: Why is that weird?
16: Doomsday or no. No brother just hands over the last bag of Doritos. What's going on?
10: Look, pretty soon we're gonna be out of pretty much everything, and I want you to eat first is all.
16: That's stupid. Look just take back your damn doomsday Doritos. What
10: the fuck, Sky? I'm trying to keep you alive here. How
16: much gas we got left in the truck?
10: few gallons? Why?
16: Enough to get me to Hell's Gate.
10: <laughs> you ain't getting into Hell's Gate. The military's got it blocked off. I
16: need to try. Can you help me or not?
10: Help you do what, exactly?
16: I'm gonna try to stop the rain.
10: How the hell do you think you're going to stop the rain? Just ask it kindly?
16: That's for me to worry about. Foggy check.
10: Good check. Look, are you going to tell me what you're planning or not?
16: Just keep your eyes on the road, asshole.
10: No one's stepped foot into Hell's Gate since they tried to shoot that damn thing down. Not until me. (laughs) And what exactly makes you think the military is just going to let you waltz in there?
6: Look out! Shit! I
10: don't
16: think the military's gonna do much of anything. Jesus,
10: that is... That is a lot of tanks.
16: Where did all the people go?
10: I don't know, but... It's not raining as much here. We must be close. Look. Holy shit. Is that it? Is that the... the thing?
16: No, nah, that's just the wall. Huge. If, if I don't come back, uh, you can eat my doomsday, Rita.
10: Are you seriously doing this? Yeah. Uh,
16: yeah, yeah. Stay on the walkie. I'll tell you what I see.
10: Just promise me you'll come back.
16: And you promise you won't come after me. Yeah, right. Come here. Just keep your dumb ass in the truck.
10: Okay. I'm going in. What's it look like up close?
16: Just a a big swirl of black.
10: You just gotta walk through
6: it? I guess. Here goes.
14: Oh. Shit. It's like you just vanished.
16: Feels a bit that way.
14: You see anything?
16: It's all red in here. No rain. No nothing. Just swirls of black and red in the clouds and into... oh, there's a. I can see it. A mountain just hovering upside down in the sky, it's glowing bright red like it's made of crystal or something.
14: Can you see the top?
16: Nah. No telling how big this thing is.
10: Sky, you're chopping up pretty bad. Probably gonna lose you.
16: Yeah, they, they say that could happen the closer you get. Um, I'll hang with you as long as I can.
3: Uh,
16: It's like something you'd only see in a nightmare, Diggory. Damn it, Scott. Just come on back. No. Not yet. I need to get to the middle.
10: And why exactly do you need to do this?
16: I don't... I don't know. I just... do.
10: Hey, does your compass do that thing?
16: (sighs) Yeah, it's going crazy. It's supposed to stop when you get to the center of the anomaly, or whatever you want to call it.
6: you to stop the rain. Why would I stop the rain? Uh, Aren't you God? God said never again will all life be cut off by the waters of a flood. That's right in the Bible. You promised that. Never again will will there be a flood to, to destroy the earth. Um... I, I, I have set my rainbow in the clouds and... And it will be the sign of a covenant between me and the Earth. You're breaking a promise right now.
14: <laughs> Your mythologies amuse me. If,
6: if you're not... God? Then then what are you? Your
14: prophets call me Uriel. And these are the tears I weep for the sorrows brought upon this world by humanity. This precious earth, once pure and vibrant, now bears the heavy burden of your existence. Your fire scourge its surface. Your blades scar its beauty, and you voraciously consume the life it nurtures without reverence. You summon its skies with your filth. No longer shall you be as perished.
6: say parasites the
14: ground you walk on will be consumed by ocean and all shall drown with it then i shall unleash the fires within and reshape this world anew now look into the eye and become one of the chosen
6: what's gonna happen when i do
14: you will join my army of the eternal flame.
6: Ah! No, no, put me down! The mountain opens to
14: reveal the eye.
6: It sees through your being
14: and deems you worthy.
6: What does that mean? You
14: will be taught the secrets of the universe and be reborn here once my work is complete. Read my truth.
6: Can't I have a choice? Your
14: choice was made the moment you passed through my gate and entered this realm. There is no turning
6: back. Scott! Come back! I can't! Go back to the truck! You need to go on without me! You said you were stopping it! Not going with it! I am stopping it! is not today! Go! Hey! Hey, you! You put the sky down! Diggory, what are you doing?
3: I'm ending this! No, do
16: The top of the mountain begins to open up. Sharp fragments of rock fall away, and rays of blinding white light break through. The eye opens. Time slows to a crawl, and I am suspended upside down in the air, being pulled in breach, just like I was born. Below me is my brother, the person who means the most to me in the world. He's almost completely frozen looking like a baseball pitcher who just threw a 90-mile-per-hour curveball. His face twisted into an anguished shape that would most likely haunt me for eternity in whatever form I was about to take on. He's throwing something at Uriel. I turn my head to see what it is and see the last bag of doomsday Doritos hovering right next to my head, slowly rotating into the light. The great eye of Uriel is reflected across the red metallic bag, which then begins to fade into a cloud of shiny particulate matter. Then I look at my feet, and notice they too are fading from existence. Pulling me one molecule at a time, into the eye, in a great spiral. This is the part where I scream.
3: Ah! Sky. alright?
16: Yeah, um, <clears throat> I'm... I'm fine. For many just another
11: nation, the level of disaster,
3: another knot stand up to biblical proportions. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
4: Greetings, my friends. Welcome to the beginning of the end. Thank you for indulging my whim of vanity.
2: Uh, The the, the truck, it's leaking. You, You gotta warn people. No, no,
4: friend, don't worry. It will be several hours before anyone comes along this patch of the highway. By then, all of the poison will have washed into the ravine and sunk far, far down into the water supply. First, the plants will die. Then the wildlife. And finally, the residents of your little town up there, like Roxy, the waitress. They'll eventually have their insides burned away or riddled with ghosts that will eventually throttle the life out of them. All because of you. I can't thank you enough. It's people like you, the ones who looked the other way and just kept doing their jobs that made all of this possible. Thank you, loyal friend. It was my honor to accompany you to your death. I, I don't want to
2: die here.
4: I don't want to die here. Oh, I think you do, friend. Believe me. Think how famous you're going to be. Your face will be all over the news until the end of the world. Which is not that far off now. That's nice, Time to ride, my friends. Time to ride.
17: This installment's Connective Tissue, Rider on the Storm, featured Nathan Lunsford as driver, Jessica Burson as rider, and Joseph Rutledge as radio announcer. It was written by Jessica Burson of Regina Prime, from a concept by Joseph Rutledge and Jessica Burson, with editing and sound design by Joseph Rutledge of Wireland Ranch. Here comes the rain again. Featured Saf the Something as Driver, Derek Valen as Passenger, and Rowan Odom as Partner. The voices in the throng were provided by Derek Valen, Joseph Rutledge, Josh Burgess, Marvin Soule, Jess McCoy, M Mulder, Devin Boer, Pell Freed, Minty Lee, Lou Suckliffe, And Clay Clark. The background television sitcom featured Tim Alexander and Liz Moss. This segment was written by Derek Valen of October's Children, with sound design by Saf the Something of the Supernatural Protection Company and Derek Valen. Signal Intrusion 3 was written, directed, and produced by M. Mulder of the Moon Crown. It featured Nikki Anto as Tidal Wave, Saf the Something as Lunar Base 308 Operator 1, Pepper Jack, Rowan Odom as Mechanic 1, Joe Cliff Thompson as Oscar, Just Jenna Here as Danny, Ty Vaughn as Mechanic 2, Leo B. Moss as Lunar Base Counter Operator, and M. Mulder as Lunar Base 308 Operator 2, And Cupiditas. Cloud Variations was written, produced, and performed by W. Keith Timms of The Love Talker. Dark Rain was written, produced, and performed by Wayman Alexander of The Liminal Lands and Clay Clark. Fire and Rain was written, produced, and performed by Jared Carter of Desert Skies. Doomsday Doritos featured B-Nar as Sky, Odd Andrews as Diggory and Uriel, Maria Moror as Reporter Beth, and Magnus Carlson as Reporter Bob. Vocal performances by Odd Andrews. This segment was written, directed, and sound designed by H.M. Radcliffe of Pack Howl. Kill FM 4 was created and produced by Joseph Rutledge, along with Saf the Something, Derek Valen, and Jessica Burson. The theme song was written and performed by Joseph Rutledge. Credits for this installment were read by Josh Burgess. Stay safe
3: out there.